the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Sponsored by the Law Office of Robert Bergman. Welcome to Plan Your Estate Radio with your host, San Jose Estate Planning Attorney Bob Bergman. Bob's been practicing law for over 30 years and is certified by the State Bar of California as a legal specialist in estate planning trust and probate law. Bob is here to help you set your house in order with valuable insights you can use today to prepare a better tomorrow for your loved ones. And now, your host for Plan Your Estate Radio, Attorney Bob Bergman. We are live now, and I just wanted to let you know that um, I've been off the air with pre-recorded shows for the last three weeks, but I decided to go live today. First of all, it's Good Friday, and uh, for those of you who are practicing Christians, as I am, you know this is an important day. Um, I'm not going to go into detail about Good Friday. Um, Those of you who celebrate Good Friday, you know who you are. I know it's a very, very difficult time right now with the inability of families and faith communities to get together and celebrate together. But I do urge you uh, on this day, Talk with your, communicate them with all the communication tools that we have today, such as Facebook and and Zoom, although you might want to be careful with Zoom right now. But uh, FaceTime and Skype and even just the regular old telephone, uh, for those of you who still have regular old telephones, it's time to call people up, talk with them, find out how they're doing. This is a very, very difficult time for all of us. Um, I don't know about you, but my family feels like the last month has been like a year or more. Every day seems to be two or three days long. We lose track of the day of the week because every day is exactly the same as every other day. Um, No going out for meals, no going to see movies, no going to the mall, no going to Disneyland, no going to New York City. Um, my family, for example, we had plans to leave for New York City tomorrow very early um, and fly in. And then we had uh, tickets for a number of Broadway shows on the Easter break from our school. That's not going to happen anymore. So for those of you out there who are struggling, who are struggling because you have been furloughed, you've been laid off, please know that our prayers are with you, that some kind of relief is coming from the government. I don't know when it will arrive. I don't know how much it will be. I don't know if it will be enough for many. For those of you out there who have a favorite restaurant that you that you patronize, if they're doing takeout, consider going and patronizing them as much as you can afford to do so, so that they have the opportunity of, of staying open and staying alive during this time so that we don't have 
those restaurants and other small businesses that we're used to patronizing so that they don't go away in the midst of all this. There will be a lot of fallout from this, economic fallout. There will be fallout with people being afraid to maybe go out to a movie or go see a show in a theater or even go to a place like a Disneyland. I will tell you, uh, the signs now, information we're getting now, appears to be more and more encouraging. The number of hospital admissions is going down in New York City. It's going down here in California. It appears that more and more people are being um, are being cured and being discharged. I suspect, and we won't know for a long time after this, just what really happened throughout the country. But I suspect that here in California, we may have already gone through much of this pandemic earlier than now. It may have started back in in December or January with people traveling here from other parts of the world. Um, many of us here in California may actually have been um, have actually uh, been infected with the coronavirus but did not show any symptoms or we had mild to moderate symptoms. And if it was back in December or January, we probably thought that it was a cold or a flu and treated it accordingly. We don't really know yet how many people have been infected. We don't know how many people here in California have already had the virus and their body has built up antibodies in the blood to deal with that virus. It could be a million people. It could be 20 or 30 million people. We just don't know yet. But be encouraged. Don't give up. Please don't give up. Don't give up on California. Don't give up on the Bay Area. Uh, The Bay Area had the foresight to do the social distancing before anywhere else in the country. And I think we're seeing some good benefits from that. Um, one of the things we all as a, as a community, general community, need to look at is what would be the conditions in place for us to start reopening some businesses? Um, who would be eligible to go back and work in the businesses? Is it people that have antibodies in their blood? And if we can get an antibody test that can actually determine that, is that something that would be one of the criteria for going back to work? I don't know the answer. I am a doctor, but I am a jurist doctor, a doctor of law, not a medical doctor, so I don't have the medical answers. I do know that we will get through this. We will come out on the other side changed, some in some good ways, maybe in some not-so-good ways. But I just ask all of you out there who are listening, please keep the faith. Don't give up. Help one another. And I mean that. Help one another. Talk with one another. Encourage one another. And please, please, please don't engage in in partisan fighting. At a time like this, politics means little or nothing. And, And I would hope that most of you out there would set aside your personal political beliefs and just help those around you and talk with those around you and encourage those around you. I think if that's done, we have a much better chance as a society 
here in the Bay Area and in California and the nation as a whole to getting back to a place where some form of normalcy can be returned. Now, I don't plan on actually uh, taking any calls in the first half of the show today. I'll kind of decide towards the end of the first half whether or not I'm going to take calls on the air. But in the meantime, uh, I'd like to all encourage you to uh, visit my website at lawbob, L-A-W-B-O-B dot com. I am open for business now. I do a lot of court work that does not involve actual hearings. This is in the probate court. And so I'm still available to do that kind of work. In fact, I just finished up three or four petitions in the court that I just got the orders in the mail today. I was very happy to see that. I'm going to talk about that in the second segment more about what kinds of things that I do. But I'm also conducting consultations on estate planning and design meetings on estate planning remotely. I'm using join.me as the uh, conferencing or the teleconferencing um, engine, if you will, online. Um, it's very simple to use. And um, and I will tell you, you can actually book consultations with me through my website and get all of the information for that meeting uh, delivered to you by email. And then I will turn around and provide you documentation that needs to be filled out uh, and returned to me so that we can have a consultation or if you decided you want to work with me so we can have a planned design meeting to design your estate plan. So after the break, I'm going to talk a little more about the planning I'm doing right now and how it gets accomplished. This is Attorney Bob Bergman. I'll talk with you after the break. This is Plan Your Estate Radio with San Jose estate planning attorney Bob Bergman on AM 1220 KDOW. Hi, welcome back. Before the break, I was talking about how we all need to help one another, encourage one another, check in with one another, and um, try to patronize those businesses that are still open um, if you have the financial ability so that they can continue to be open after we return back to some state of normalcy here in the Bay Area. Now, I want to spend this second segment and maybe even the rest of the show talking about um, the state of the court system right now here that I work with and also talking about uh, what kinds of planning I have that I can do right now, how I can assist people out there right now, even in the midst of all this that we're, we're dealing with. I do foundational estate planning as an attorney. What that means is that I primarily focus on the preparation of comprehensive estate plans using living trusts, advanced health care directives, financial powers of attorney, and, uh, and other legal documents that are designed to deal with both avoiding conservatorship while you're alive. Conservatorship is a guardianship for an adult. Um, just like children may need a guardian appointed by a court to, to care for them, adults may also need a guardian appointed by the court. Here in California, that's called a conservator. And um, 
So what we're trying to do with estate planning is both avoid conservatorship should you become incapacitated while you're alive and also to um, to avoid the probate process being invoked to handle the distribution of your assets after you have died. The various legal documents that I prepare are designed specifically to avoid conservatorship and to avoid the probate process. Now, one of the problems we're facing right now here in California, and especially here in the Bay Area, is that the uh, stay-at-home orders that we've been given um, identify that attorneys can continue to do legal work if it is something that is legally mandated. And it's not clear whether or not doing estate planning and meeting with people to do estate planning is legally mandated. Um, There is lively discussions in the estate planning community, both in the Bay Area and throughout the state of California, as to just what this means. Uh, Does it mean that I can meet with clients in my office to talk about their estate planning needs and actually uh, do the planning uh, in a in essence, face-to-face with proper social distancing and masks and hand sanitizer and things like that. It's not clear that I can do that at all. Um, I've taken the position that at least until there is better clarification from the authorities about just what legally mandated means, because it's very vague and nonspecific, Um, I've taken the position that I cannot meet face-to-face even in a large room. And I do have at my office, I have an outer waiting room that's a good 14 feet in length. I could easily meet with people in that room and be, you know, 12 feet away from them with masks and sanitizing everything. But I'm not sure that I'm permitted to even do something like that right now. So... For all of you out there who have been wondering, can I do estate planning during this time if I can't meet with an attorney, the answer is yes. I am available to consult, telephonically consult with you if you book a consultation to talk with me through my website at lawbob, L-A-W-B-O-B dot com. Or you could email me at r pb at lawbob.com if you'd like to start a conversation going for estate planning or for a consultation. I can reply back with a link for you to book a consultation plus the paperwork that you would need to complete for me to go forward. I do not charge for consultations. I've literally never charged for consultations for estate planning. I would sometimes charge for consultations for someone consulting me on on a trust where they're a beneficiary and they're not actually the one who would be handling the trust. That's typically a one-off thing, a one meeting, and there's no ongoing relationship that's created. But for estate planning, I don't charge for consultations. I'm doing consultations by teleconference. I have opened up consultation times right now Sunday through Thursday evenings between about 7 and 9 or 
and then generally on Saturday mornings from about 9 to noon. This upcoming week, I will have consultation times available more more frequently available uh, in the middle of the day, Monday through Friday, uh, because my children are on their uh, Easter break, even though there's nothing to do and nowhere to go. At least their school is um, is on break next week, which opens up my time to uh, talk with more people, consult with more people, because I'm not engaged in uh, child care and being a teacher at home of sixth grade um, topics that I forgot a long, long time ago. Um, and those of you who are homeschooling right now, your children at various ages uh, in elementary and middle school, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, none of us really remember our sixth grade science, our sixth grade math, our sixth grade English. We ju- Those are things that were important then, but probably aren't important now. And, uh, of course, we did not sign up to be teachers and homeschool. People who do homeschool, more power to you. It's not something my wife and I signed up for. But, um, but again, I don't have that uh, to deal with next week, so I do have consultation times available during the day next week. You can always go to my website at lawbob.com and, uh, and book a consultation. I'm happy to talk with you. See how I can help you out. Now, we're coming up on the end of the second segment of the show today. When I come back in the third segment of the show, I'm going to talk about some of the logistics of uh, doing estate planning right now. And then I'm also going to be talking about the other types of legal work that I'm doing right now through one of the courts here in the Bay Area that do not involve actual hearing dates And then in the show, I'll also talk about issues dealing with uh, probate, if people need to file for probate here in in the Bay Area, uh, one alternative that might work uh, better than than others. So coming up at the end of the second segment of the show today, um, I want to encourage you all, don't lose hope, don't lose heart. There will be an end to this. We just don't know exactly when, but it may be sooner rather than later. So let's pray for that. So I'll talk with you after the break. This is estate planning attorney Bob Bergman, host of Plan Your Estate Radio. And we'll continue with the show after these commercial messages. Now back to Plan Your Estate Radio with attorney Bob Bergman. Hi, welcome back to the show. So in this third segment today, I'm going to share with you what can actually be done now um, in this time to do estate planning. Now, as I indicated um, before the break, I'm actually open for business uh, consulting through teleconferences using an online service called join.me. And um, I have several times available to consult. Uh, You can book for a consultation through my website at lawbob, L-A-W-B-O-B dot com. And uh, I'll make sure to get paperwork to you for you to fill out and get back to me. 
so that we can have a good consultation. I don't charge for consultations, so now's your opportunity to actually um, book with an attorney such as myself. I'm, um, if you've been listening for, for some time, you know that uh, I'm an estate planning attorney. It's all I do as an attorney. I'm actually board certified by the um, State Bar Board of Legal Specialization as a specialist in estate planning, trust, and probate law, which means that um, I have a very specific expertise for assisting you, especially in a time like this. What I have been doing for my existing clients who have plans in process, if they don't have the ability to get to a notary, such as at a UPS store or maybe a notary at their bank, assuming that their bank even has a notary on on duty and that they're allowed to go in and use a notary. What I've been doing is preparing documents and having the documents have specific language added to them, indicating that they are being signed at a time when access to notarization services is either limited or not really available to people, and uh, but still things are being executed as formally as possible. Um, and then with the idea being that once we have a return to normalcy, you'd be able to uh, sign the documents a second time or sign a new set of documents that um, can, in fact, be notarized with a notary seal and um, and a notary signature and stamp um, so that they are formally um, formally recognized. Now, that being said, one thing that uh, we can do is we can set up a living trust, and it does not have to be notarized here in California. That's one of the things. A trust does not need to be notarized. We notarize them because it gives another layer of evidence that the person who signed it is actually the person who signed it as opposed to somebody who drew something up and then pretended to be the person who signed it. That being said, at this point in time, we can at least have um, we can have a, a, a trust signed by people. If it's a married couple, we can have wills signed by that married couple um, where one of them acts as a witness for the other and then the second witness could be a neighbor that they can contact and maybe meet out in front of their house, keep social distancing, and then sign in front of the neighbor. Um, other documents, such as an advanced health care directive or, or a financial power of attorney, those need to be witnessed or notarized, so that is a problem right there. There are, in fact, remote notarization services available from other states, such as Texas and Virginia, um, where they can actually notarize documents remotely by you providing identification and then having a meeting, like a Zoom meeting or Skype or something, where the person can literally see you and watch you as you sign, and then they can notarize electronically. We don't have that kind of service here in California. Hopefully after this, the legislature will decide that it's important enough that notary services be available, that we will put something like that in place. Right now, though, the problem is not 
can documents be notarized remotely? Um, there's one problem, which is, will the uh, recorder's offices accept a deed to transfer property into a trust that is done with a remote notarization? We're not really clear whether the whether they will or not. Second thing is, if you're selling a property, will the title company accept a remote notarization? Um, if that's the only way that they have a document presented to them, we don't really know about that either. But the third is a more practical problem. The remote notary services in the states that provide those, the notaries are being overwhelmed by the number of requests. Just the sheer volume of requests for their services means that they are overwhelmed. There's not enough notaries to help out. We have a state of 40 million people that suddenly is trying to get services by notaries in states that are smaller, and that is causing a problem in and of itself. I'm looking into that myself to see if I can develop a relationship with a remote notarization company and set up an account with them so that my clients can use that if uh, if it's necessary. But uh, it's but I'm having a hard time getting through to anybody to get an account like that set up. Um, it's like anything when there's a heavy demand for a limited product or limited availability of a product. Either the price goes up or else you just have shortages. Um, Just ask yourself, when's the last time that you saw a roll of toilet paper for sale in a store anywhere? Um, I've had people scoring toilet paper at various places, and they post on Facebook that, gosh, picked up a pack of toilet paper at CVS or was there when Target had a load delivered, was able to get a pack. Who would have ever thought that we would be looking at empty shelves in stores for toilet paper, of all things. I don't think uh, any of the disaster movies that we've seen, even any of the zombie movies that we've seen, have a problem with there's no toilet paper. I guess so in most of those films, though, people never use the restroom, so no toilet paper is apparently necessary because they just don't use the restroom at all. At least that's what I've noticed. Now, I like I said, I am available right now for consultation, electronic consultation, and we will figure out a way to get documents for you signed and notarized. Um, that is that is basically my commitment is to get that done. Now, another thing I wanted to let you all know out there is um, recently I discontinued my living trust seminars where I actually talk about living trusts and trust planning, and many of the things that I've covered briefly on the show today. And what I'm looking into now is a new webinar platform, and I'm planning on starting to offer my Living Trust seminars either live or live and then replaying a live uh, webinar. Um, So it's available either at set times or available on demand. And advertising, if it's possible, advertising these through Eventbrite. I'm uh, looking at um, offering these webinars at uh, more unusual times, so it's a little easier for people to watch them, whether it's an evening, in the middle of a day, and maybe even repeats that are available um, at midnight and even the middle of the night. 
um, so that people can actually uh, get better educated about living trust planning and why it's so important. And it's become obviously very important now. We have people out there now who uh, who are ill and they have no plans. And literally, there's no they can't do any planning right now because there's no way to get to them. There's no way for someone to get to them, to get documents to them or anything else like that. So please, now's the time to seriously consider doing planning for you and your family before you get caught up in a situation like this where you can't anymore. About two-thirds of the country don't do any planning of any kind. And I'm asking you, even if you don't use me, use any attorney that does estate planning. Make sure they're an estate planning attorney not someone who sells trusts. Contact them, see how they can help you out. Now is the time to bear down and get this kind of thing at least started, at least going, and and get it put in place so that your family is not caught short, like I'm sure many families are now across the country. Uh, it's always been a problem of a lack of planning, but now... A lack of planning is is almost by a by a factor of ten more of an issue. So I urge you, whether you use me or not, whether you use some kind of online service, which I don't recommend, but at least get something in place now, <clears throat> so that you have something for your family to to work with um, in case you become ill, you become incapacitated, or you pass away whether it's from the coronavirus or any other reason. I just urge you to do that. Okay, we're coming up on the end of the third segment of the show. When I come back in the fourth segment, I'm going to talk about um, other kind of work that I'm doing right now and kind of what's happening with the Bay Area courts in the area of probate or the probate courts. So when I come back, uh, we'll talk about that. In the meantime... If you'd like to email me, you can email me at rpb at lawbob.com with any questions or if you'd like to start a conversation about a consultation or me doing planning for you. But until then, we'll come back after the break. This is attorney Bob Bergman, and I hope you stay tuned for the last segment of the show today. Now, back to Plan Your Estate Radio. Once again, your host, estate planning trust and probate law specialist, Attorney Bob Bergman. Hi, welcome back, Bay Area. This is the final segment of the show today. My return to radio after taking the last three Fridays and um, working with my family taking care of things, uh, taking care of business, getting up my remote business access um, set up, which which is a new experience, as you might imagine. In this final segment, I'm going to talk about what's happening here in the Bay Area courts, specifically in the probate courts. And um, depending on what county you're in in the Bay Area, 
the courts are either um, completely closed, meaning no new work of any kind is coming in in the probate area, or they have limited availability. I've talked with one court where I communicated with the staff attorney who is the one who supports and and uh, answers things for the, the probate judge who indicated that I had uh, paperwork there that had been signed by the judge but uh, could not be processed right because they did not have any clerks available to do the processing. I don't know if that meant that they had clerks that were just um, that just were sick or that called in sick or what that really meant. But what it meant for me is that uh, an order that I'm waiting to receive um, for uh, to pass on to a client is held up in the court right now. And uh, I don't know uh, when or if um, I will get it any time soon. And, and that is problematic, as you might imagine. There is another court that I work with that has a um, contrary situation. I am able to continue filing certain types of petitions with this court by sending them in. And uh, there are two particular types of petitions that I'm still doing. And if you're in a situation like this, feel free to contact me as well at rpb at lawbob.com or go to my website at lawbob.com and click on the link to uh, schedule a trust petition consultation. The first petition is probably the most common one, and it has to do where someone has passed away owning property in their individual name that should have been in the ownership of their trust when they died, but it wasn't. This petition's called a Hegstat petition, loosely named after a court case, which was uh, which was basically Hegstat was in the name. And the Hegstat petition basically says, look, here's property that should have been in the person's trust, and we're going to ask you, judge, to sign a court order declaring that it's part of the person's trust without having to go through the whole probate process. I can still do matters like that on what's called an ex parte basis. Ex parte means no formal hearing. Um, it, it means that you can do things just by submitting paperwork to the judge. The judge then looks it over if it's okay, signs an order, and then gets it back. Um, I just had three orders, um, four orders come in in the last week for petitions that I'm doing. Uh, that They were mailed to me by the court. And so that is four successful petitions that I've managed to complete within the last three weeks when my office was shut down and the court was shut down. I cannot physically go to the court right now, but I can still deal with the court and with the judge there for Hegstat-type petitions. The other type petition is if there is a need to modify an irrevocable trust for some reason, the most common one being that someone has passed away, they left a surviving spouse, and they have an older type trust that requires the property to be divided into a share for the survivor and a share in an irrevocable trust for the benefit of the survivor. 
And uh, and those types of plans called AB Marital Trust were very common back in the 80s and 90s and even the 2000s. Um, but because of, <clears throat> excuse me, because of higher federal estate tax exclusion amounts, those types of trusts actually cause problems for families down the line that would not have existed if everything was just left directly to somebody. So I can go into court also to modify a trust. If there's a reason you have a trust that is an irrevocable trust that needs to be modified for some reason, either to add things in or take away requirements, um, that is a modification petition under probate code section 15403 or 15409. I usually use 15403. And I had one of those granted in the last week. So I'm available to do those. You can always contact me at rpb at lawbob.com if you have one of those situations you're facing right now. Um, Typically because there's been a recent death of a parent or one spouse in a marriage and you find out that there are problems now that need to be solved. I can probably help. Feel free to contact me. So... As I said before, I'm, I'm going to be bringing back some webinars, Living Trust webinars, and hopefully start advertising those within the next week. I think my first one at least will be a live webinar, and after that they may be pre-recorded and either replayed on demand or else at scheduled times. So, until next Friday... I hope to be back on the air live next Friday. This is estate planning attorney Bob Bergman. Please wash your hands, use use sanitizer, and practice social distancing. So, talk with you next week. Bye-bye. L-A-W-B-O-B, lawbob.com, or call his office in San Jose, 408-247-0444. That's 408-247-0444. And be sure to tune in next week for more Plan Your Estate Radio. Opinions expressed in the preceding program do not necessarily represent the views of the ownership, staff, or management of this station and are for informational purposes only and should not be construed to be legal, financial, or tax advice. Seek appropriate legal advice regarding your particular situation. Attorney Bob Bergman does not offer any guarantees with regard to the outcome of your legal matter. Prior results in other cases do not guarantee a similar outcome in your case. All rights reserved.